everybody. Welcome to another episode of Midweek with Church Planters. This is simply a space where three church planters from the Columbus, Ohio area, we gather each week uh, just to talk through, process through, and engage questions that people in our congregations are asking us uh, in the midst of what is a very unique time, season, and culture in our country. My name is Aaron Taylor. Uh, I pastor Living Hope Church in Powell. I'm joined by Jason Williams, pastor of Church in the Wild in Westerville, and Rick Young, pastor of Watermark Church in Worthington. So we're so glad you guys tuned in today. And uh, guys, how was Easter for each of you? Good weekend? Jason? Yeah, yeah. Easter was, it was amazing. Uh, I, I posted on Instagram. It was surreal, difficult, different. And then I started thinking about all that God did and... Yeah. It was the same, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. like he triumphed, he conquered, um, he's, he's still God. So it ended up being the same, just done differently. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think, I think Easter was awesome. Like you said, Jason, it, it, I think we can get caught up and I was even talking about that earlier. I can get caught up, but man, it's not the normal Easter, mm. but yet Jesus still rose from the dead. He's still, yeah. you know, he's, he's our savior and that we can, we can enjoy that. So it was good. I mean, we really did. Uh, it was my, probably my first Easter that, uh, I, I didn't have a whole lot to do just because we, you know, we, we had our service online and enjoyed my family, had a great meal and enjoyed different talk, reach out to our church members and stuff. So, so yeah, it was good. What about you, Aaron? It was good, man. I, it was definitely unique. Uh, I felt a very like restlessness on Easter morning. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I think all of us were so used to going to our, our buildings and preaching sermons and dressing up and doing all that good stuff. And uh, I was in sweatpants and t-shirt on Easter morning, staring at a computer <laughs> yes. screen. So just super bizarre, definitely a once in a lifetime uh, situation, I think for everybody, but you know, we engaged people, people heard about Jesus. And so I think it was good. You know, the Lord, the Lord used it. So that's really encouraging. Well, today guys, uh, I think the last few weeks that we've been doing this, some of our topics have been a little, maybe a little bit more lighthearted um, than this one. Definitely some some good things we've discussed thus far, but um, I think this one's going to be a little bit more difficult for us as we process, but I think it's an important one that people I know in my church are asking, and I know folks in your church have asked very similar questions as well. And the question I want us to just kind of process through today is uh, God's relationship to this overall virus, right? People are asking, did God cause uh, COVID-19 to come on this planet? What is his role in, in all of this? And um, before I kind of hand it over to you guys, and we'll just kind of organically process through this, um, let me just give everybody listening just kind of a little uh, disclaimer on this. In 30 minutes, we're going to have a hard time really answering kind of the nuts and bolts and getting in depth like we need to on this question. Um, so if you have further questions about this, or maybe something that we say that you're like, yeah, hey, I want to I wanna talk through that a little bit more please reach out to us over this next week or two, and we can kind of help you process through this question. Um, these are just the way that we're leading folks in our congregations as they're personally processing through um, just kind of these realities of, of what is God's role in this virus, and was he the cause? Did he allow it? How did all this work together? So, um, Jason, why don't we start with you, man? What, what, is, what would be kind of your kind of off the cuff answer, and then we'll just kind of build from there. We'll put you on the spot first. I'm so glad you started with Jason. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Woo! No problem. No problem. <laughs> well, I do have to say, I mean, there's three of us, and 
you know, 30 minutes for three of, I think we're pastors. We can talk for 30 minutes about a Kit Kat bar. That's right. That's right. A piece. (laughs) They are awesome. They are awesome. Yes, they are. Um, Now, what I was kind of leaning into this week when we started thinking about this um, was uh, Luke 13. Mm. And um, Luke 13, Jesus is talking about these, these Galileans and, Uh, verse two, he said, Jesus answering said to them, suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered such things. And the such things was that um, Pilate had 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 a bunch of them killed. I tell you no, but except ye repent, ye shall likewise perish. Of those 18 upon whom the tower of Siloam fell and slew them, do you think they were sinners above all that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you again, no, except ye repent, ye shall likewise perish. I, I think what what Jesus was trying to say there in a nutshell is that, that no, God's, God doesn't cause towers to fall on people. God doesn't cause evil people to kill people. God doesn't cause people to do things with animals and that they shouldn't and, they sh- and eat animals they shouldn't and infections and, and viruses. God doesn't cause those things. Um, sin does. Like they're, they're a part of sin. They're a part of man. Like mankind as broken, sinful people mm causes broken sinful things to happen um and then i i also i know you guys will probably talk more about that um but i just wanted to point out uh something that's, that's been on my heart since this has been asked um it seems like it seems like an american question like i have a lot of american people in our church but we also have a lot of other you know brazilian uh we have portuguese we have um Indian, we have, you know, Hispanic, we have a lot of different cultures in our church. None of them seem to be asking that. It seems to be like an American question of anytime anything bad happens, we think, oh, God's judging us. But a lot of people all over the world, they go through hard times their whole life and God's not judging them. Um, So I feel like that can be an American thing to anytime they're suffering suffering is a part an everyday part of other people's lives and yeah. and they're just as much the church as we are yeah. um, you think of the christians in iraq that were killed you think of the church in, in china which is persecuted you think of people from other countries that have viruses diseases and you know my brother's right. a missionary to places they have these diseases we don't even think about sure. as a part of their everyday life and god's not judging them right um so no i, I personally Long answer in the short, I don't think so. Um, right. I think it's sin that, that causes this. Yeah. I think you hit on something important there that we just need to camp on for a second, too, is that uh, as Americans, at, at one side of the, the equation, it's a giant blessing, right? God has blessed this country. At the other side, um, biblically, it can almost seem like a curse at times, but we're so insulated um, from mm-hmm. suffering. And mm-hmm. so call it what we want, blessing or curse. It's just reality. And so sometimes when we go to the scriptures and we see Paul over and over talking about suffering, right, that it's a natural part of the Christian experience and the Christian life and pursuing Jesus, right? Paul talks about sharing the sufferings of Christ mm-hmm. um, that, that we, I don't think we fully understand sometimes what that means and how Paul wants us to engage with that truth where our brothers and sisters in other countries, they fully grasp that reality. And so, man, that's so good. When this stuff does come on where we live and it hits us personally, um, rather than run to why did God do this or did he cause this? And let's just go back to Genesis and right. understand right. sin. Right. Sin is real. 
and we're experiencing in a lighter capacity what Paul's talking about when we need to learn to suffer well for the cause of Christ. And so, uh, Rick, what would you kind of chime in on all this stuff? Yeah, I, I'm with Jason, you and, and you, Aaron, that, um, you know, sin, sin is the main problem here. Okay. And yeah, you go back to Genesis where sin came into the world and we're all born with sin. We talked about that this past Sunday as Easter, why Jesus came, why he rose from the dead. Uh, And I think too, is I, I, and I shared it with you guys. I I watched a video this week from Tony Evans, a great pastor, Mm -hmm. and he talks about uh, a divine disruption. Mm -hmm. And and I'm with you, Jason. I don't think, I don't think God is causing this. I think God allows things to get our attention back to him. Right. If we if we allow it to do that, and uh, and I think I'm with you guys is that, um, and and I and I love that God allows me to be a a, a pastor in in America, but mm-hmm. you're right, it's it's uh, we are very comfortable mm-hmm. in America, and and that we've got to realize that man, we've got to get back to God, we've got to get back mm-hmm. to His Word. I, I was reading this week uh, in um, in Revelation uh, chapter one. Uh, no, excuse me, Revelation chapter three, where it talks about the church of Laodicea mm. and that, and that, and God looks at them. He goes, man, you, you think you're rich because you have money and all this other stuff. And that's not bad to have. Right. But then he said, goes on and says, but you're poor spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we, as the church need to step up. I think at times like this, this is when the church and Christ followers have an opportunity to say, Hey, listen, God loves you. God's not punishing us. God loves you, but he allows things to happen to bring us back to him. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, um, uh, D- Dr. Evans mentions in, in Romans uh, chapter one, verse 24, 26, and 28, it, literally all three of them say, therefore God delivered them over mm-hmm. to their, you know, their desires, their, their evil desires. And I think there comes a point where God says, listen, if you don't want me, mm-hmm. you're going to have the life you're creating and it's yeah. not going to be good. Mm-hmm. you know uh and so i yeah I, i'm with you guys i think that god is saying it's time that the church leads the way right. and speaks truth um because here's a here's another question i would pose to you guys is that you know as the church and as pastors and stuff i mean i i guess what i mean how do i want to ask this are we we will be held responsible for what we're teaching and are we teaching the right stuff has the, has the the American church turned away from the ultimate truth, which is we would say God's word. You know, what I'm saying so. So I'm with you guys. I think that God is uh, He allows things to happen to draw us back to Him, and and to realize that through this suffering we can bring praise and glory. Jason, I loved how you said in the other parts of the world because when you read about what's happening to the to the church in other parts of the world. I mean, it, it, it is suffering for the glory of God. Yeah. Uh, but man, they, those Christians stand. Yeah. They stand for the gospel mm-hmm. and they, some of them lose their lives for the gospel. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I mean, are we willing to do that? Are we willing yeah. to say, I'm, in the midst of COVID-19, coronavirus, am I going to stand and say, hey, God loves us. And no matter what happens, we can lose everything. But I, he loves us and, and right. he's given me everything. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it is hard in 30 minutes, especially when you got three yeah. preachers here that are ready to <laughs> right. give you three points in a, in a, in a palm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I would, I would add to that. I think it's important for us to, to note as well. 
you know, kind of one of the, the things that I've been asked in, in my church by people is, you know, is this God exercising his wrath upon us? And so, so yes, this is a, a sin problem, you know, that that's what caused this. And, and we firmly believe that we think that's theologically accurate. Um, but one thing I've been pointing people in my church back to is that God's wrath was expressed on the cross on Christ, right? That's what, that's what we, we looked and remembered on it at Good Friday. Jesus absorbed the wrath of God, the cup of God's wrath on that cross. Therefore, God's wrath will no longer be exercised against his children. Mm-hmm. And so I think even just that we don't want to make the answer to this question too simple because it's not. Um, but this, this can't be God's wrath on us mm-hmm. because he already poured that out on Jesus. And therefore, he promises that he will no longer pour that out on his, his children again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so um, I think we need to, to rest in that. So mm-hmm. yes, this can't be from God. We know this is from sin. Now, instead of asking like why behind it, let's ask what, what is God doing in his church? What is he doing in Christians? What is he calling us back to? Um, mm-hmm. That's where we need to kind of land ourselves and camp as believers. So, you know, Aaron, you, you mentioned that and you're right. It's, it's um, in the old Testament, God does deal with people and his, and his children to where right. there are some things that happen, you know, saying that right. he does bring the judgment or he does bring it to get their attention. And you're right. right. Now in the new Testament, we have the grace of God. Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, Dr. Evans said it was the, 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 the passiveness uh, of God allowing things to happen. So you're right. Yeah. It's, it's God, God's, his, his judgment was put on that cross, mm. you know, and you're right now we need to look and go, okay, what is God trying to teach us yeah. and, and to rest in my salvation, that like mm-hmm. I said, if we lose everything, we still have our relationship with Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I'm with you, Aaron. It, it, it's, you know, I think sometimes people, people are asking the question, the reason they're asking the question, because they want God to come in. They want God close enough to when they need him, mm-hmm. but they want him far enough away not to affect their entire life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. That's when good. we need, yeah, when we need to have God, he needs to, he needs to lead in every aspect of our life yeah. and, and us to rest what you're saying, rest in that yeah. and to trust him in that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's not the, it, we learn from the old Testament and it's, we should learn from it, mm-hmm. but it's also God's grace that we are resting in right now, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And I think we can, we can add a little bit to that in that we, I hear people say sometimes it's, it's, it's such a famous statement. Well, the devil made me do this mm. um, or God caused this. I think yeah. we are really good at figuring out. I mean, it's not the new Adam and Eve. Adam said, she made me do this. Eve said, he made me do this. You know, we're really good at figuring out ways to blame right. others for stuff instead of thinking about, processing okay what can i learn from this Mm. so it's easier to say oh god caused this then to say what false idols do i have that god's trying to reveal in my life right now um by taking my job away (laughs) (laughs) you know like um so i i think that um it's great to discuss god but it's also important that we we take a look at ourselves the children of israel um they kept demanding that they be given a king yeah. And God finally said to them, I don't think you should have one, yeah. but if you want a king here, here's here. And then they got Saul <laughs> right. and then, you know, they were all upset and God's like, look, you chose, you chose him. That was yeah. you, not yeah. me. 
And I think, right. you know, we continue to get more and more greedy. We continue to do more and more damage to the earth and we continue to do these things. And God can kind of say to us, like, look at what you're doing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, Jason, when you talk about what we're doing, I think we're, we're and, and I would say, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, is, is that we create, we create our own gods mm-hmm. in the aspect of anything that's above the one true God. Yeah. We, yeah. the three of us would call an idol. That's what the Bible yeah. calls yeah. it. Okay. Right. And so, you know, when we allow that and we, and we start determining, okay, this is what I want my life to look like. This is what it's almost in a sense we're, we're calling God a liar because we're saying, Hey, your ways aren't good enough for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this mm-hmm. when really God's ways mm-hmm. are the best ways. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and so you're right. Yeah. It's, it's like God saying, okay, now you're at, you're, you're doing this, but yeah. I'm here. I'm here. When yeah. you're ready to come back, I'm right. here. Cause I, I love how it says, right. cause in, in um, second Chronicles, it talks about how there was a time where, you know, God mm. was judging them and they, and, and the people were, you know, there was just a lot happening in that. But it, it says there in verse, I think it's like verse six or something like that, that they, they sought after God and he let them find him. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think it's, it's, I think we're at a time that we have to seek after God and, yeah. and be okay, be okay with, with us saying, God, you're in full control and whatever happens, happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to honor my life with you. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys that I, I think that, that. We're saying, no, 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 we want this, we want this, we want this. And God's like, that's not the best way, but there you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's sort of like, it's sort of, like um, of course, you guys got little kids. I've got older kids now. Yeah. But I yeah. can remember when my kids were growing up. I mean, I hate saying this, but, you know, we want to protect them from everything. Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, sometimes you have to go, okay, they're going to have to learn from their mistakes. Yep. And then I'm there. We're there when they come back and go, I didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, yeah. I know, I know you didn't like it. I knew you wouldn't like it. I tried to tell yeah. you and stuff. And it's like God saying, okay, you're, you're going to learn from your mistakes and hopefully you're going to come back to me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so it's, yeah, it's, um, uh, it, God is, is it, and I'll share this and I'll let you guys, cause I want to make sure I'm not taking the whole time, but no, Do- Dr. Evans did share that. I don't know if, if you guys watched it, but he shared a story about when him and his future wife was dating that she was not moving at the speed that he wanted her to, to, mm-hmm. to build that relationship. So he took her to an amusement park and put her on this roller coaster that just spun and spun and spun. And by the time they were done, she was like right next to him. Okay. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, I created, I create, I'd use something to draw her closer to me. It's mm, good. And I think, I think God uses things to draw us closer to him. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. I mean, because if we have idols in our life and stuff, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you there, you know. So let's, uh, let's kind of steer the, the direction a little bit. Um, so we've kind of addressed the why. And man, well, let's, let's go towards the what. What is, so, so God's drawing us to himself, but, but what are those things that, man, maybe the Lord is revealing in our hearts personally, uh, maybe in the hearts of those in our congregation, our nation, and our world. Um, where he's like, all right, I'm going to use this terrible thing to draw out those things that you need to get from your lives to draw you closer to me, right? How, how's the Lord, do you think, rattling his church and rattling our world right now? Yeah, the one thing I've, I've seen that it seems to be, and I hope I'm 
I hope I'm answering this right. You can mm-hmm. tell me if I'm not. I've seen the church care more for people and care more about the gospel than I can remember. Oh, yes. Um, and so I think the church became so inward focused, like mm-hmm. let's be fancy, let's be elaborate, let's be incredible, let's put on a show. Yeah. Um, and we started to worship those things. Yeah. Now there's no show, right? So right. now it's, are we feeding our neighbors? You know, and yeah. do you genuinely care for the people beside yeah. you? Yeah. Um, I think it reveals that. It it shows do you care more about people than you do about dollars and drawing a crowd? And yeah. <clears throat> I think that's that's a challenging thing for churches. And yeah. I think it it's it's beginning to show. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You know, I I would say, Jason, for for myself and, and where we are, you know, I, I'm with I'm with Jason saying that, man, we got to care for people because the two greatest commandments is to love God and love people. Yep. And so I feel like as, as Watermark church, number one, we didn't make sure that we are preaching truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the truth yeah. is God's word. But then number two is that, man, we, we, uh, we submit to God's truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the number three is that, man, we, we, uh, we go and tell God's truth by yeah. serving by loving on people, by, and, and Jason, I love how you put it, man. It's just, there, there's not the lights. There's not the, the smoke. There's not, you know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. most of the time it's me by myself in a room right now, you know what I'm yep. saying? <laughs> and recording myself several times. Cause I mess up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's getting back to the basics and the basics yeah, yeah. is loving God and loving people yeah. and, and make, I love this statement I heard uh, Pastor Johnny Hunt say is that the church should influence the culture, mm. not the culture influence the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, we should be, even at times, we should always be doing that. But even at times like this, we should be leading out saying, this is what, this is God. This is, we right. are the hands and feet and words mm-hmm. yeah. of Jesus, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I think that's where we are as, as a church. Yeah. Yeah. Rick, to build out upon that, my wife made an interesting point uh, a week or so ago in the midst of all of this, you know, in, in the way that, and even our church, Living Hope, that we were doing church, sometimes we could manufacture moves of God, right? Mm-hmm. You get the right, you say the right thing, get the right environment, you play the right song, and you can move emotion in people yeah. uh, towards mm-hmm. whatever we want to call it. Mm-hmm. And she said, Aaron's point, she said, you're in an empty room with a camera and you're recording these messages. And she said, and then you, once you leave, you are 100% dependent that the Lord is going to take your feeble efforts and mm-hmm. use them to grow his church and to grow believers into maturity in Christ. Mm-hmm. She said, because you're not in the room with them, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to trust the Lord to do those things. And uh, man, how humbling to hear your wife say that to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it, sounds, just, it sounds like she should have been on our, our Zoom uh, call today. Yeah. I'm telling you. There's a fourth spot available. Yeah, that's right. We'll put, we'll put that's it on right. next week. Uh, man, just, yeah. And it just, when she said that, it was just like, all right, Lord, like you're forcing us to dependency upon you yeah. as a congregation to do what you've called us to do. Yeah. And uh, that's just, that encouraged me when she told me that. And I think that's, that's so important. Um, another thing I'd add to that, that we've seen the Lord do in kind of our midst. I got a phone call yesterday um, from a lady. I don't even know, but it was a friend of a friend. And the guy said, hey, you got to call my pastor and tell him this story. Uh, her father uh, is not a believer, been married to his wife for like 65 years or something crazy. 
his wife had contracted the coronavirus, had been on a ventilator, family had prayed, but her husband was like very anti-Jesus. He's now in his like 80s or something. And uh, his whole life, anti-gospel, anti-Jesus. And she called me to simply tell me, hey, uh, my grandma got off the ventilator. This was two days ago, she got off. And she said, we called grandpa to tell him. And he said, this is something we better praise God for because he's moving in our family. (laughs) A guy that's an atheist, you know, but Jesus is, right? What does the Bible say? If I'm lifted up, I'll draw all men to myself. And and that's what's happening, I think, culturally right now is Jesus is being lifted. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are seeing the kingdom of God expand like crazy. Mm -hmm. And if if that's what the Lord was going to do with this terrible situation, so be it. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. So be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is... You know, Aaron, when you talk about getting, you know, just us and no lights, stuff like that, it, it, it makes me think of that uh, song. And I think Matt Redman said we're, we're, we're getting back. Yeah. We're getting back to God. We're getting back to what we're supposed to be about. The church is supposed to be about yeah. him, you know, yeah. about yeah. him. And, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It, even though we're, we just started January 12th and we didn't, we didn't meet very long and, uh, we're still trying to establish ourselves. I mean, e- even this past Sunday, we did a thing where myself and our associate pastor Kyle was in the parking lot. We just told people, Hey, if you want, if you need prayer, mm. drive, drive through, we got masks on and gloves and we'll pray for you. Awesome. Now, you know, we, we would love to say, man, we had thousands come through that we prayed for it. But actually we, we had two people stop by, but the mm. one was a police officer that we were able to pray for. And he just, he came to give us a prayer request for one of his friends wow. who needs God. And I'm just like, okay, God, you're, you're showing us that you're in control. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's just, a, it's the small little things that we're faithful to. So yeah, it, it's just, um, it's just trying to see that and, and keep God, keep God first, man. It's just, um, yeah. but I'm with you guys. I, cause I, I'll be honest with you when, because Aaron actually brought this topic up to us. And at first I was like, Oh my gosh, are we, are we ready to talk about this? You know, yeah. we, were seeing three I, grown, we were seeing three grown men fighting on a, on a camera right. at once, exactly. <laughs> you know, but, but then I just started to realize this year's that, yeah, we, we need to talk about this yeah. Yeah. because there is that thought out there. And Jason, I love how you said it. It's it, mainly in America is that man, God is God a lot, you know, because God, raining down his fury on us and it's right. just uh it's one of those things we just gotta see that god's getting our attention that's what yeah. he's doing he's allowing things to happen because mm-hmm. we yeah. live in a sinful world that he's getting our attention so yeah. absolutely yeah well hey guys uh any closing thoughts on this topic or anything you want to add that maybe we didn't cover um in this conversation we've covered quite a bit so yeah i i think just in closing for me um one cool thing that happened out of this we we didn't have a parking lot to do these drive-in services. Yeah. Um, we didn't have speakers that were working. There's all this stuff was supposed to rain. It, right. it was crazy this Easter. And um, I realized the parking lot that, that God gave us, these people were like, here, use our parking lot. No mm. problem. Yeah. Was basically surrounded by a park that people jog in and then apartments everywhere. Awesome. awesome. And so after the 8 a.m. service, one of our guys came up and he was like, if you're worried that you're being too quiet, you're not don't worry yeah. about it and yeah. i was like yeah dude i'm not preaching to these cars i'm waking those people up that's right that's right <laughs> so we had an entire neighborhood they have that's people awesome. calling like we can hear you three streets over i'm like yeah, yeah. that's right that's awesome that <laughs> so there awesome. was 
an entire neighborhood that heard the gospel because yeah. of this. That's uh, awesome. So, yeah. yeah. You know, and I would say for me, Aaron, one thing I'm, I'm learning through this is it's, it's a lot. It's very, I think it's very different from maybe what you guys are experiencing. But again, because we're so new, it, I am really finding, uh, and, I, and I have to do it every day because I can struggle with it, but finding rest mm. that God, God's writing his story for Watermark Church and that he, it, it, it definitely was not the story I thought that he would write. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but he's writing a story and that he's allowing us to be a part. And so it really has brought some excitement to us that we're like, okay, God, what's the next step? What, what does this look like? How, yeah. how does it, and it's making us really think, okay, what, what do we want that to look like and, yeah. and, and everything? So, yeah. um, you know, it's almost like January 12th was a soft launch. Mm, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then when we get back yeah. together, we'll figure out and have a, a, a harder launch and, and make awesome. a bigger impact. And so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's for us where we're, what we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. It. And just a, another story on our end, you know, our church is two years old. And so we've done a lot in just the community, just with people, um, community leaders, organizations, just trying to build some relationships these past two years. And some of them, you know, if I'm, if I'm being honest and transparent in two years, you're like, dude, we haven't seen anything as a result of this. Like, why are we doing some of this stuff? But we love the people we work with and, and we know it matters to them. And so we continue to do it. But just to see over this past month in the midst of this, you know, whole pandemic we're going through, um, where the Lord is finally, if, if I can use the term, cashing in some of that relational equity that we built. And so even, you know, one thing we're allowed to do is every week we're helping feed between three and 500 uh, school students and it costs us zero dollars. They pay for it. <laughs> we just take it to them. But that only happened because of that two years of work, you know, that went in on the front end from so many volunteers in our church that now the Lord's like, Hey, that mattered. And I'm going to use it for my glory in the midst of chaos. Let me That's see you what I'm going to do. And so, you know, in, in just those things, I think we can step back. And if we try to get that good vantage point, man, we see God doing crazy things in our yeah. churches and around us right now. And we're just, we just get a front row seat to it all. So yeah, that's good. Well, hey, appreciate you both of you guys. Thanks for tackling a tough question today. Folks, as we said, um, if you have more questions about this, maybe something we said that you want to dive in a little bit deeper, please reach out to Rick, to Jason, or myself, and we would love to process through uh, this with you more. But we're really glad you tuned in to Midweek with Church Planters, and we will yeah. see you next week. Have a great week.